take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Welcome if you are a new listener, and I'd like to remind you to rate, review, subscribe, and also tell a friend, a loved one, a stranger, whoever, just how dope you think this podcast is, right? Um, so I wanted to record this before I left. For my vacation to Jamaica because um, I want to keep the continuity going and um, because I am always on the go and I'm always on a flight or something my podcast suffers and I've had to like say you know like hey Nick like you're gonna have to make it work because it's really not fair to the listeners that you be like out you know just 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 out checking out so um, I am making a conscious effort to continue um, recording and um, giving you guys what you want and I'm loving up on you all. So bear with me. I'm going to record this one and most likely the next one since I'll be out for two Mondays. So um, first of all, I hope everyone had a great week. Um, weekend, day, wherever I'm catching you at this podcast. Um, last episode, I had just got the news about Nipsey Hustle, and I'm still recovering from that. I had to take the next day off of work. Um, had to take Monday off because it just was, uh, it just was like pulling at me. And, you know, this empath shit is really no, no joke. Like, you just take on shit like, it happened to you, like it happened to, like in your family, and um, just watching the the amazing things that he was about and what he was into and his accolades and what he was doing and everything like that just made it even worse for me. And like I was just my my vibrations were very low, very 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 low. I had to come off of social media, and I also had to. I made a post for my fellow empaths about um you know things that they should do um to recover from you know how they were feeling and you know what really bothered me was you had people who was like oh all of a sudden y'all are nipsey fans and blah blah like 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 no it's like we have fucking compassion and we have empathy that somebody just lost their fucking life are you serious like that just (laughs) it really kills me when people tell you how you should mourn or how you should honor or how you should be affected by something, you know, like it just is it, comical. Like, yeah, like we, cause like if we, if we was like, oh yeah, whatever, uh, on to the next or, oh yeah, whatever. I'm about to bump this J Cole or whatever you'd be calling us fucking, um, insensitive. But like the minute somebody else shows compassion, you know, for somebody who you have staked your claim in or you have solidified yourself as a fan or a this or a that, then you feel threatened. Why? If this man was so great, if this man is so, you know, cosmic and, you know, his touch was like to millions and like he has this legacy, why wouldn't you want other people to be on it? 
why wouldn't you want other people to to like like get into the movement and get into his music and get into what he was about and 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 try to model themselves as such or get inspiration because that's what he was doing it for he wanted everybody to win and it's like I, I had to tell one of my followers who was like, oh, now all of a sudden everybody is fans and y'all y'all can't mourn. Like he literally was like, y'all can't mourn like us or whatever. And I'm like, you sound like a child. You sound like a child who, you know, has this toy in his toy chest and God forbid some other kid comes over to touch it. And it's like, rah, 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 rah. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Shut up. You sound really controlling and domineering. Let these people love this man. You know, like sometimes, you know, if, if, if people have been living under a rock or, you know, people just weren't on the wave or maybe people just weren't privy to the type of man that he was. Because, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of y'all fans who thought he was just about music. They didn't know about his philanthropy. Let's just keep it a book, you know. So, like, if, 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 if this has shined a light on a different facet of him, let it. Like, uh, I just, I'll never, uh, I'll just, I'll just never understand that. Like people telling you now, I will say y'all out here doing these Nipsey Russell sales. I mean, these Nipsey Hustle sales, excuse me. Um, and these, uh, using his likeness or his death or whatever to promote y'all's own agenda. Y'all dead ass wrong. And y'all making the rest of, um, folk look bad myself included. I knew about his music. Um, I wasn't really much privy to all of the things that he was doing in his community. I wasn't really much privy to um, his ownership, um, his buying back the block and all of that. So just like going through my explore page and like seeing all the things that this man has accomplished, that just made it just like so much worse, you know, thinking about Lauren, thinking about his babies, Thinking about, you know, his mom, you know, his siblings and all of that. Like, I go I go in deep when I be thinking about stuff. And um, like I said last week, I think I'm going to be the, the old lady on the block who goes to everybody's funeral, even if she doesn't know me. Like, just go and just be screaming. I think that's going to be me, you know. So um, that's what comes with being an empath. You just take on people's, um, you just take on people's um, hurt and their pain and their feelings. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I do want to say, I do want to reiterate to my empaths out there um, who have been affected by this. I mean, like this is, this was a, a great person. So, I mean, of course, like the, the universe has shifted. We've lost a great person. Um, if you must, if you have to, take time from social media because you just see him and stuff. Like I had to tell my friends, don't, don't, don't DM me anymore and stuff about um, him, you know, no more collages, no more, especially, you know, with him. And, you know, his children, and that's just going to send me back over. So um, take a break from social media if you, if you must and if you will. Also hydrate, you know, especially if you've been crying. Hydrate, you know, eat something, you know, nourish yourself. Um, light a candle, you know, I always do that when someone passes, when someone transitions. So just light the way for them. Light a candle. Um, pray to your ancestors, you know. Um, if you want to, I know I saw a lot of, um, candlelight vigils for him. If you want to do something to honor him, that's cool. That's wonderful. Um, I'm just seeing like a lot of, a lot of creative things that people are doing to like honor him and keep it moving. Um, 
I know someone was saying that since he owned all his masters to, you know, buy his um his albums and I think that's a wonderful idea, especially what he was about about being your own boss and owning your own shit. So um I, I just wanna say again, just you know, rest in ancestry because he really lost a great guy, a great man, a great king. So um rest in peace uh, for that. So um this week, I wanted to keep it in the family of, I, I had did a podcast, two podcasts ago, I talked about forgiveness, and um, last week, I talked about recovering from a breakup, and I wanted to keep it in the family, so, um, and my light just died, I want to talk about um, the shit that you don't need to do when you are trying to heal and move on from being cheated on. And I wanted to talk about the stuff not to do because I'm always saying the stuff to do. So I kind of wanted to flip it. And I wanted to um, harp on the mistakes that, you know, people make when they are recovering from cheating. Uh, especially if you want to stay in the relationship. And this has been challenging for me because I'm one of those people that think I think cheating is just unforgivable. Like, that's just, I know. You cheat on me, you're dead to me. You know what I mean? Um, but on the other side of that, on the other side of the coin, excuse me, I understand that some people don't feel that way. You know, I have clients who, you know, are recovering from cheating. And, you know, I know wonderful people who have, like, picked up those pieces and their relationships are strong. They're stronger. And I'm just, like, amazed. But um, on the other side of that coin, no, no, no. Like, I just, I, <sighs> not this Virgo, no. Um, but with respect to other people, um, who are open to it, and you know, I never say never, um, but to respect to all people who are open to it, I did want to um, discuss it, and to harp on it, and talk about the things not to do, um, so without further ado, let's get into it, So after a major betrayal of trusting your relationship, it may feel like a challenge to move on as a couple, and in some instances, it will be, It'll be challenging like shit. But if you and your partner decide to stay together after cheating, work on things, rebuild trust, and see yourselves through this rough patch, you certainly can. All it takes is time, effort, and awareness of the most common mistakes couples make after a betrayal of trust. And one of the biggest things may be assuming things will be like what will be like they once were. You know, um, this takes time and communication. It takes openness within yourself and each other and the ability to tolerate one's own feelings while hearing the other one's feelings. By accepting that things may be different now and that you may be creating a new relationship for yourself, it can be possible to move on. And I say this because um, I think that cheating is like the climax of a relationship, a point of no return. Um, things will not be like how they used to be, no. Um, not saying that in a bad way. It's just now we have to like, in essence, create a new relationship, uh, a relationship 2.0, you know, moving forward because something major, you've had a major life change. So of course you can't go back to how things were before. So keep that in mind that you're building a new relationship, you know, stop harping on what it was, you know, we're past that, you know, now we have to pick up these pieces and, um, we have to forge through um, to, to build back up and, you know, not have this happen again. 
So it's important to um, be aware of other pitfalls, such as sharing too much information about information about cheating. I'll never get why y'all want to know what the other person looks like. What what what? Or were they better than you? You know, were they fat, skinny, tall, uh, 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 short? Um, you know, I, I mean, I've heard people just go into detail. And I'm like, why are you torturing yourself? Because now you're going to take this information and you're going to fantasize about it. And you're probably going to create a motherfucking porn hub fucking um, a, a, a video in your head. And it probably wasn't even like that. It was probably wiggity, 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 whack. So, like, don't ask about that, please. But back to the manuscript. Or rushing through the process. You know, like I said last week, with all processes, anything with the process, we have to respect it. There's a process for everything. And a lot of people think that um, they aren't, um, they think that they are are free from having to go through the process. Or they want to speed through or They want to speed through the hurt. They want to speed through the pain and just get back to the way things were. No, again, they don't go back to the way things were. So you're going to have to go through it to get to it. Hey, that sounds like some some motivational shit. You got to go through it to get to it. All right. So mistakes like these can actually make moving on more difficult as well as needlessly painful, right? So let's talk about some shit that we should not do. The first thing is assuming that the relationship is over. Forget what I said about it. Don't forget the rolling nigga. You got You know, it's not always over. You know, don't, 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 don't think about Nick. We we talking about you. Talking about you. So while it may feel like your relationship is over after a major breach breach of trust, excuse me, it certainly doesn't have to be. Sometimes people move very quickly thinking that the relationship must be over when in fact repair and healing of the relationship might be possible. If it feels truly over, that's cool. You can certainly move on. But if you like to work on repairing things, it'll be important to get into a mindset of healing and away from one that feels like everything is ruined. Then you can start to move on. Next, keeping your feelings to yourself. While you might not want to shout from the rooftop that you're having relationship problems, it's not a good idea to keep these issues a secret. This can be harmful because it adds pressure to your relationship and forces both of you to present to the world as though nothing is wrong. Y'all got some friends that you know is cracks in their fucking foundation and they over here uh, got us thinking that they motherfucking uh, Heathcliff and, and Claire Huxtable. They got us thinking that they're perfect and, and they just miserable as hell. I've always said that some of the most miserable people I know are in relationships are in marriages, miserable, and you think that you have to put on this front. You know, you feel like you have to let everybody know that you're fine and we're good or whatever, and you over there just suffering in fucking silence. Stop that shit. Stop thinking that you have to put on this facade. Stop thinking that you have to come off as perfect. And, and But you know what? A lot of y'all who do this shit be the main ones bragging. Y'all didn't brag so much about, oh, and my man is perfect, or my girl is perfect, and oh, we don't know, no problem, no problem. Y'all, or y'all have not been realistic from the get-go, from the giddy-up. And now you're trying to save face because you've projected an image that was false. You know, and now you're in your own hell. So stop that shit too, okay? It's a two-part thing. It's a BOGO. Stop that shit too. So couples tend to compound the trauma of infidelity by creating this small circle within which the healing is to occur. 
So go ahead and, and discuss your feelings with a loved one or possibly even a therapist to start the healing process. Get that shit out. Do not keep your feelings to yourself. They will fester. Your imagination will fucking make a slave out of you. Especially if you over here asking, how was it? Who was she? Who was he? What was the dig like? What was the cooch like? And all of that. Stop that. You know, you need to be getting those feelings out and being honest with yourself. Honest feelings. You know? So back to what I said about asking for details. Do not ask for details. I don't care if you're dying to know how it happened and what went down, where it happened, who it was, whatever. It's never a good idea, ever, ever. Rather than feeling better, you will feel worse because now you have vivid images of your partner in bed with someone else. Now you got vivid images of your of your girl throwing that net. Now you got uh, 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 vivid images of your girl uh, uh, throwing that back. Or you'll do this and do it. And, and why do you want that? Oh, that just that just traumatized me. And I ain't even in a relationship. Whew. Check that shit off. Check that shit off. So these images can be difficult to shake, as you can see. You don't need that. Feel free to ask questions. You know, get the info that you need to know. But resist the urge to learn everything. Too many details can actually make moving on more difficult and way too painful because now you have to recover from not only the betrayal of the cheating, but this image that you have in your head. Now you have to recover from that. Now you got Pornhub on 24-7 with, with, just, with just his station or her station, these two stations, you know, with them together on your mind 24-7 like motherfucking sports center. Just, just, just every 15 minutes running across your head. You don't need that. You don't need that at all. Another mistake is not talking about it at all. You know, you should not go on with your lives pretending like the incident didn't happen. This can slow down the recovery process too. It is important that the couple be open in talking about different experiences and emotions about the betrayal and trust as a means to process their emotions and continue to move forward. Otherwise, they will be stuck and resentment, unvoiced feelings, anger, and sadness. And let me tell you about shit that you bottle up. It comes out in other avenues. You know, you be mad as shit at work. You know, you be you be you be snapping at your kids, snapping at your mama. Uh, uh, um, withdrawn from your best friend, withdrawn from things that you like to do. You know, just 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 antsy all the time, anxious all the time. You know, your your eating habits can fuck up. You know, hair falling out and stuff. It's going to come out somewhere. So do not hold that shit in, okay? Next is minimizing the impact that it had. When you talk about it, be honest about the impact that this betrayal has on you. Be honest. Why are you saving their feelings? They ain't save yours. It didn't, if it fucked you up, say it fucked you up. If you can't trust them, if you feel like it's fucked them or whatever, say that, get that out. Do not stifle yourself. They wasn't stifling they self. I mean, don't be disrespectful and just ratchet with the shit. But stop minimizing the end. Oh, no, it's fine. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's not cool. So don't do that shit. Okay? Cheating in any way can make the person who was cheated on feel completely insecure. You know? You have to tell your partner when you are feeling insecure and what they can do to make you feel better because they have to fix it. They have to fix it. 
you know, of course, you're there with them to go through the emotions and to um, rehabilitate. But this is some, this is a, a wrong that they have to make right. Next, don't try to get even. Please don't go out there and pussy pop on a handstand trying to get even. Please don't go out there and be a slinging, slinging lumberjack, you know, out there trying to get even. This is the biggest mistake you can make. You know, you, 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 you're going to, you're going to, um, meet them where they at, you know, you're going to, I see you so-and-so and I'm going to raise you three. Why? You know, you're going to be lowering your vibration and you're going to be sharing energy with somebody else, giving away your energy, your precious energy with somebody else for what? For what? If you want to do it again, you need to leave. You don't need to do that. And, but I understand that the urge is, it's, 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 it's common, you know, I get it, but try to resist that shit, you know, getting even in, it leaves no room for remorse, reconnection or repair. Couples who can't move past their anger are unable to rebound from breaches of trust. So now, so now y'all have to deal with them cheating and now you cheating. Now you didn't add it another facet to this. Now you've added another layer to this, you know, and you've, 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 you've thrown that much dirt on y'all to get out of this tunnel or to get out of this hole. Next, do not hold a grudge. When your trust is severely betrayed, it may be difficult to ever truly forget. Forget. Yeah. So don't try to for force your brain to magically erase what happened. Do, however, try your best not to hold a grudge. Once a grudge has lodged itself in your brain, you may continually take it out on your partner. You may also treat them unfairly, making it hard to rebuild your relationship on solid ground, and that's not going to get you anywhere. Don't hold no damn grudge. If you're going to forgive somebody, and I say this all the time, if you're going to forgive somebody, you can't keep throwing that shit in their face. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit, and I ain't even cheating. Don't nobody want to hear it. If you're going to forgive somebody, and I say this all the time, I think it's very immature to, all right, somebody has cheated on you. Somebody has betrayed your trust and all of that. And I get that. I understand that, you know? But if your ass is going to stay, don't hold a fucking grudge because staying and forgiving means that you are willing to move on. If you're going to keep you know, motherfucker asked you on the way home, you know, babe, you want me to pick you up some food? Did you get that bitch some food before you went over here and, and, and smashed her? You know, or, 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 you know, babe, do you like this, 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 this new Fenty um, lip gloss that I got from Sephora? Uh, was you wearing that lip balm when you were sucking that nigga dick? Like, no, don't, no, no, no. That, that just sets y'all back. Reset, reset, reset. And y'all know how I feel about that reset button. Stop it. If you're going to be childish and throw shit up in their face, if you're going to be childish and keep pressing the reset button and not allowing both of y'all to move on, leave. You are doing both of y'all a disservice. You're doing both of y'all a disservice. And if you think that holding a grudge and if you think that being an asshole and all that other stuff is going to keep their ass home, <laughs> yeah, okay, let me know how that fucking works out. You're just going to keep driving yourself in a fucking hole. Stop holding a grudge and stop throwing that shit in their face if you want to stay. If you got a fucking problem, leave. Leave. Skirt, skirt on niggas. Skirt, skirt on bitches. Leave. 
I mean, seriously, that just really cooks my grits when I see that shit. Like, what the fuck you could laugh? Then you putting yourself through this shit. You uptight. You pissed off. You always looking for a clap back. You always looking for an out to fucking tell somebody how you feel. Tell them how you feel and stuff. You miserable. You. You. Too. You miserable. <sighs> Next. Being paranoid and suspicious. Don't do this. If your partner betrays your trust, it makes perfect sense why you feel paranoid or suspicious. You might be tempted to keep a closer eye on what they do or say in order to make sure it doesn't happen again. But doing so will only further damage the trust in your relationship. True trust demands that we tolerate what we don't know about our partner. And intimacy can easily be squeezed out by these attempts at control. Moving on is less about protecting borders of your, your relationship and instead figuring out ways to trust each other. So if you're going to be motherfucking Matlock, if you're going to be motherfucking Murder, She Wrote, if you're going to be fucking Detective Vincent and fucking Stabler, what the fuck are you doing? That's another, you, you will drive your ass fucking ape shit doing that. If you're going to trust them again, you're going to have to give them space to prove themselves. It's hard. But that is one of the things that comes with staying after cheating. It's work for both of y'all. Both of y'all. And if you're always micromanaging, micromanaging, it ain't going to be no fucking rest for the weary. You always going to be weary. Boo, you didn't took up a motherfucking on-call job. You didn't took up a motherfucking emergency room job because you ain't never going to fucking get no rest. You going to be, uh, who was that? Who at the door? Who was that on the phone? Let me see your phone. Where you going? Where you go for lunch? I'm coming over for lunch. What you want for lunch? I done made a tuna stop. I'm bringing that shit over. You will drive yourself fucking crazy doing that. And you will drive them crazy doing that. Both of y'all just be crazy. And not the good fucking version of crazy in love. Okay? So. Do not be paranoid and suspicious. It's normal, but remind yourself, you know, even if you have to do self-talk, you know, we're recovering from this. I have to give him space. I have to give him space. I have to give us space to, for me to trust him again. You know, chill the fuck out. Chill out. Chill out. Moose Breathe. Okay? Do that. Oh, I was, excuse me. Next is trying to rebuild trust in one. Ooh, you can't do that. Couples, y'all can also sabotage yourself by expecting trust to be there 100% of the time. That's not how it works. That's not how all of this works. That's not how any of this works. For example, you might be okay with your partner going out with friends at night, but may not be okay with them going away for the entire weekend. And it's important that they understand the difference. Understanding that trust is incremental. It helps the offending party, um, partner, excuse me, realize that they have lost ground just because they seem to have trust one minute, but, the, but not the next. Forgiveness, particularly for, some, for something as painful as an affair, doesn't come all at once. So, you know, you may be okay with, um, I don't know, you might be okay with him going to happy hour after work. 
me or or the sports bar with his boys, you know, on a Saturday afternoon or whatever. But you ain't cool with him going to the club. You ain't cool with him going to Vegas for, you know, a weekend of fucking fuckery and, and bust down Tatiana. You're not, you're not with that. And that's cool. And they need to understand that you're taking baby steps. While I might be okay with you going down to the motherfucking Panera Bread and working on your novel, or you going down to Starbucks and 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 I don't fucking know, working on or, to, or whatever. I might not be okay with you being away for a long period of time. But there's a thin line between this and micromanaging, remember? You know, check yourself, you know? And they need to realize that, you know, hey, it's levels to this. And it's going to take me a while to fucking build. And let me tell you something. Don't let nobody emotionally blackmail you into fucking speeding up the forgiveness process with this shit. Let me tell you that, okay? Don't let nobody tell you you crazy unless you over there micromanaging, unless you over there being fucking irrational, you know, because there's a thin line between that shit too. But if you're not cool with something or if your spidey senses is like, mm, no, you don't need to be going out of town this weekend and you was just, you know, uh, on the Back Shots and Chill Tour last week, I just found out. Don't let them, oh, you tripping. I told you I wasn't messing around. I, You, 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 don't let them do that to you. No, you, we got intuition for a reason. Lean on that fucking intuition and don't let nobody tell you what you should do with it. You know, don't let nobody tell you that you are tripping, okay? Don't let anybody dictate to you how you should feel, you know, within reason, within reason. Next, another thing that you should not do is try to heal all by yourself. If y'all are going to remain a couple, you'll have to lean on each other during this time, just like you would during any other tough situation. And yet, it is not uncommon for people to try to do this shit by themselves. It is often overlooked that the offending party is hurting too. They may have very reasonable grievances that, while not justifying what they did, need to be addressed. So be there for each other as much as possible and it will be easier to move on. Okay? Now, with all this narcissism going on, we don't want them to fucking drain you and drag you with the shit. You know, but nine times out of ten when they cheated, because cheating is a personal choice. Let me tell you this. It has dick to do with you. Excuse the pun. Nothing. Nothing. I don't care what the fuck you look like. I don't care how the fuck you season them greens. I don't give a fuck. Uh, 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 how you cut that grass. I don't give a fuck what you think you do good or what you think you've done bad. Cheating is a personal choice. So for one thing, don't blame yourself and don't let nobody fucking blame you. You made the fucking choice to cheat. You made the choice to take your raggedy ass out here and do whatever. Don't allow people to put that shit on you. You let them know, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not owning that. No, I'm not picking that up. No. No, 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 no. Okay. So be mindful of that. Next, making your entire relationship about the affair. Don't do that shit. For some folks, the gravity of an affair becomes the sun their world together revolves around. These are couples that have failed to incorporate the affair into their overall narrative. The infidelity becomes the story of their relationship and not a part of it. If the betrayal of trust becomes the only way you look at your relationship, it might be difficult to move on from it. So again, if if you're going to stay, if you're going to stay, 
you have to realize that this is a team effort. Okay? If you're going to stay, you have to do some work too, not to make now this entire relationship is about when you cheated on me. Oh, I didn't take the pack of chicken out. And you better not say anything. I didn't take it out the freezer because you cheated on me. Or, oh, I don't feel like going to the movies because, like, don't do that shit. Don't center this whole fucking relationship around cheating. If y'all gonna move on, move on. Because I tell you, nothing grinds my gears more than people who stay after cheating has been done and just makes the life fucking miserable for both of them. That's just like, what are you doing? Like, do you not realize that you really probably don't have a lot of time on this fucking earth and you have decided to waste fucking precious time and energy fucking sucking the life out of yourself and this person? If you cannot forgive them, if you do not have the maturity to fucking pick up the pieces and move the fuck on, you need to look. You need to let go of that situation. Okay? Next, trying to figure out what went wrong. You might be tempted to figure out what went wrong or which mistakes led up to the affair. But that in itself can be a mistake. Infidelity doesn't particularly mean that the relationship was bad. There is a societal concept that someone cheats only if they are unhappy or their partner is not fulfilling them in some way. In fact, many people cheat when they are very happy and, satis- and in satisfying relationships. Y'all see these motherfuckers on social media? The, 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 the sun rises and sets on a girl or they man. You know, sun rises and sets on their husband and their wife, but they ain't your motherfucking being. They just, they just had a fresh baby, 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 fresh out the motherfucking cooch, baby's umbilical cord, the stump ain't fucking, uh, uh, fell off this motherfucker, and they ain't your motherfucking DM. They trying to take you out, okay? They doing all of that shit. They happy. No, you can be happy as a fucking lark and cheat, because again, cheating is a personal choice, as dick to do with the other person. Has dick to do with the with the significant other, okay? So give yourselves a break and be okay with not getting to the bottom of things. When couples get stuck in trying to figure out what was wrong as a way to make meaning of the infidelity, they may actually fail to see that there are in fact many strengths within the relationship. And with that being said, sometimes affairs happen, you know, just you know by chance, you know, especially with guys. Sometimes, yeah, it was opportunity. That doesn't mean that they ain't fucked up for it. I'm not making an excuse, you know, but some guys don't th- don't think shit all the way through and some women don't think shit all the way through. Sometimes you're presented with an opportunity and you take it, you know? So stop trying to shrink the motherfucking infidelity. Stop trying to psychoanalyze the infidelity. You will drive yourself crazy and we don't want to do that, okay? Next, another mistake that I want you to avoid is not answering your partner's questions. Excuse me. Um, If you have cheated or betrayed your partner's trust, make sure you answer their questions open and honestly. If you're, except if they asking you shit about how was it and who it was and what she looked like. Did she look better than me? Was her ass better than me? Uh, what he look like? You know, the nigga wear polo or did he wear polo association? Did he, did he, do he, do he play ball? Is he tall? Does he have a hairline? Does he have a full beard that connect? Don't answer that shit. None, 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 none. I don't care if you cheated with Idris Alba. 
You take that shit to your grave, sis. You don't tell him. I don't care if you cheated with, let me see, Beyonce. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, let me see. Uh, uh, Lupita. I don't, I don't understand her last name. I always mess her last name up. But, but somebody die with that shit in you. Don't. You're going to make shit worse. You're going to make shit worse. Don't. If you want your relationship to have a chance to recover completely, you need to share everything outside of that. By doing so, you'll show that you're ready to move on as well as that you're ready to start reestablishing openness and trust. I'm going to tell you something. When you're honest, and I've had I've had um, clients who are recovering from cheating, that honesty shit take you a long way, even if it's brutal. Because you'll be like, damn, you ain't afraid to tell me nothing. Damn, so you really ain't trying to hide nothing from me because you will say that shit. Sometimes I be sitting there like, ouch. Ooh, let me act like I'm scribbling something on my notepad. That shit, ooh, that was a bit brutal. But yes, be open with your shit and you'll realize that that also frees you. Okay, so go ahead and free yourself. All right. So, my last um, mistake that I want to um, cover is failing to come up with a plan. The biggest mistake couples can make after infidelity is to simply reconcile without a solid plan that has accountability. What do you need your partner to do in order to feel secure? What do they need to say or get off their chest? And how do you plan to support each other so that this does not happen again? Once you can start a combo, come up with a solid plan for the future, it'll be so much easier to move on. Okay, so... Now that we've gotten that shit out the motherfucking way, I want to talk to y'all, particularly my sisters, about this cheating shit. Don't you let, and this is Nikki talking, okay? I'm going to put my Nikki mask on. Don't you let no motherfucker cheat on you and bring they raggedy motherfucking ass back. And like it's nothing. They need to earn you back. You see me? They need to earn you back. I know a woman, and I used to never, like, get this about her, but I get it now. She would love when dudes would do fucked up shit. I mean, not to the extent of cheating, but, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, limited to just cheating. Um, it would include other stuff. But she would be like, now you have to earn me back, you know? And they would be like, well, well what do I need to do? I don't know. Be creative, you know? And that's when you see how much they want you back, when they're creative with how they're going to earn you back. Don't make that shit easy and just, oh, I forgive you, come home. No, 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 no. They need to earn you back, sis. And um, you can give them a starting point, whatever that looks like. You know, I don't know if you've been eyeing something. If you've been, and you know, like, I'm sure a lot of dudes going to be like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm saying that. Nikki is saying that, you know, you didn't, you, 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 you didn't got to break my heart, stomp all over my heart, and, and, and all skeet, skeet, goddamn, you know, with, with, with all the pun intended, and you think you're going to sneak your little raggedy ass in here like it's nothing? No, sir. Or man, get down with that. No, sir. They need to earn you back. And I'm going to tell you shit about people who motherfucking um, earn shit. They appreciate it later. They appreciate it later. Hello? 
when you have to put in work for something, you appreciate it versus when something is just given to you. Okay? So when you say be creative, be creative. You know? And I'm not saying by you fucking yacht. And oh hey, I mean shit, if they can do it, whatever. But I'ma tell you this. You don't let no man cheat on you and just snake his ass back like it's nothing. You don't do that. You don't do that. And I don't care who has a problem with me saying it. You know? I don't give a fuck. You know? I don't. I mean, I care. You know? If you're going to do that, he needs to earn you back. You know? If that means you want to dine. You know, because it's not always, okay, I bought you uh, a five-carat ring, you know, or I bought you this Hermes bag. No. If that means he has to wine and die, if that means he has to, I don't know, invest in, I don't fucking know. That's why you got to say be creative. And that takes the pressure off of you, you know, and that makes him really think about what the fuck. This relationship means to him and what he needs to do to win you back. I'm not talking about no motherfucking flowers. Fuck them flowers. Ooh. Ooh. Send that bitch flowers. See, that's what I am saying. Doing what I said not to do. No. I don't want no flowers. I don't want no teddy bear, no edible fucking arrangements sent to my job and shit. I don't want none of that. You know, you gonna put in some fucking work. So let these dudes earn you back if you don't listen to anything else that nikki tells you earn you fucking back i have seen guys like you know just breakthrough like with guys they just get creative with their shit you know like again it doesn't always have to be something that's like astronomical or whatever but like rose petals on the floor a evening of you know just 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 whining and dining and you know you know, them turning back into their sensual side, them turning back into their courting side. He's going to have to court you again. He's going to have to date you again. This is one time where I say, press that fucking reset button. Because remember, this is a new relationship. So he's going to have to date you again. Okay? Do not, oh, I forgive you and sleep with him. No. 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 He's going to have to court you again, okay? Don't make shit easy. Don't make it hard. Well, he just give up. But don't just be like, oh, okay. No. He need to earn you back, and he needs to court you back, okay? Okay. So, yeah. Um, And, and I have guy friends who will say, yeah, you're right. You know, do you, you know, men... Men, people in general, I'm not just going to put this shit on my brothers. People in general respect shit that they got to fucking put work in for. That they got to fucking earn. Shit that's just not just given to them. Don't nobody. You show me anything that's just given to somebody. And they be like, yeah, yeah, well, they cherish it. No. When you got to put in blood, sweat, and tears for something, you treat it fucking differently. You know? When, 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 when you have to fucking really see um, the raw side of something and finding your way back to the other side of it, you treat it differently. Because you don't want to get back to that other side. You don't want to have to go through what the fuck you went through. So sister, put some value in your fucking ass 
as my mother and my grandmother would say, and you don't let these motherfuckers just come in willy-nilly and just whatever. No. They need to court you. They need to earn you back. Okay? All right. So, um, that's all I have for, for this session, for this episode with you all. Um, my name is A. Nicole. You can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Nikki Thoughts. That's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. Um, I have a sisterhood page just for my sisters, and that is A Tribe Called Sis. Uh, my nonprofit for my uh, brothers and sisters where I bring mental health awareness and I reduce the stigma of mental health in our community. That is at I Just Want My People to Heal. I have tickets up for my May 18th event. I'll be in Brooklyn and I'll be bringing some powerful co-facilitators. It's a network event. It's a Mars versus Venus. We're going to have a panel discussion. We're going to talk about shit, shit we go through with relationships, sex, uh, dating, friendships, um, entrepreneurship, any and everything. No topic is off the table. So um, head over to www.ijustwantpeopletoheal.org for tickets. Um, again, May 18th, Brooklyn, New York. Um, we will be at Jolie Studio um, from 4 to 9. Get your tickets. I have an accountability buddy pass. You bring a buddy. You save $50 on your ticket. Um, yeah, uh, it's just going to be lit. My store is www.blacksaucebrand.com on Instagram. That's Black Sauce Brand. And you can find everything there from my uh, best-selling Good Dick Glow hair and body oil to Yoni products, Healing Crystal Sage, uh, Statement Apparel. Um, shoot, every, every day I'm like, everything. Uh, for your tutoring, for your mentoring, um, a college prep, anything that has to do with academia. Um, I have an enrichment center, and that's Black Sauce Enrichment Center. So you can catch me on um, Instagram, and that is at Black Sauce Enrichment Center, or you can shoot us an email for tutoring. We tutor from kindergarten up until post-grad, you know, especially STEM-focused um, STEM focused, uh, curriculum, um, especially if you're looking for some STEM-focused uh, programs, if you're looking for scholarships and things of that nature. So hit us up over there. I'm thinking that I got everything down. So I'm hoping that everybody has a great weekend. I'm hoping that everybody has a great week. Wherever I've caught you when you've listened to this, remember the things that I discussed about what not to do when you're recovering from cheating. Cheating can be um, fixable, you know, but it comes with a lot of patience from both parties. It needs to be worked on from both parties, do not hold yourself back, do not suppress your feelings, get that shit out, you know, don't, don't, don't hold that shit in, but at the same time, don't hold shit against them if you won't stay with them, okay, so this is my time, and I will see y'all next week, peace.